on the MagPack podcast, where we encourage you to look at the full line of mag-like tactical products that we've got for you. They will help keep your family safe. Maglite is part of my everyday carry, every day that I don't leave the house without. And I would suggest that everybody put a Maglite in their everyday carry pouch, backpack, in your car, whatever it is. It is an essential tool to safety, as any credible law enforcement or safety expert will tell you. This is the MagTech Podcast, and for this episode, we are joined again by Professor Tom McWeeny, who really we, we need sort of an hour with on each of these subjects as we try to squeeze some of it into five to seven minute segments. And this one, we're going to be talking with Professor McWeeny about the importance of leadership, especially in tactical and difficult situations. Professor, great to have you back. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you. So we laid out in the first discussion we had with you sort of the basics of your relationship with law enforcement, FBI, consulting on counterterrorism, helping them develop a program for, for terrorism prevention as, a, as opposed to reaction. And then we were talking about specifically about are there ways to prevent mass shootings? And what we came down to in, in the last segment is really without strong leadership and people willing to take a stand and make this important, you're never going to fix it. That's absolutely correct. And, and uh, because you're causing to, to make this happen, to make something happen that's not currently happening, you're, you're looking at a significant change in behavior. Uh, the, the biggest uh, one of the biggest elements of human nature is resistance to change. People typically don't change on their own. They change because the light bulb goes on rarely, but more importantly, because they have to. And in an organization, you have to when your boss makes you. And the boss has to decide himself, him or herself, if he's not being motivated by his boss, that this is the right thing to do. And we have to change our direction. That's what leadership is. It's the boss identifying, the leader identifying the critical nature in which we say, as soon as they say failure is not an option, they're opening the door to a different kinds of activity that's going to make failure less likely. And that's that that began the core of our of our uh, leadership uh, thoughts. If I can continue for a second, Luke, because I've been of course missing the. Um, I was fortunate as a result of the FBI experience to have dealt with a lot of executives. I tried to give my arms around what this concept of leadership is because there are hundreds and hundreds of books that are written in articles on leadership. And a big consulting firm recently did a study in which they identified over a billion dollars worth of leadership training that was given to organizations and they could not get the organization to identify significant improvements in leadership that was a result of the training. That influenced me heavily because I teach leadership. So I threw away all the textbooks. And I began a process of asking those who have seniors who have worked for good leaders, what did they see that made them a good leader? Long story short, after a whole summer, we wound up with five attributes, five attributes in my mind, which define a good leader. And the five attributes are critical to the preventing of terrorism and the preventing of schoolyards. Number one, a leader has got to be as an ethical component. They've got to say there's a right thing to do here. And we're going to do the right thing. And if failure is not an option, that becomes important in school shooting because I'm telling you, a significant amount of the leaders that I've talked to now will look at the potential program we're talking about and say, the politics of this is too difficult. The chance of, of being criticized is too big. I'm not going to put myself on the line to say we're vulnerable in, in school shootings because they'll, I'll lose my job. All of those things instantly begin to diminish leadership in the eyes of the followers. Leaders are defined by followers, not by the media and not by textbooks, but by followers. But a leader who speaks of the right things sincerely gets the attention of leadership. 
followed by number two, moral courage, which is the courage to act on those thoughts. I, I say it's one thing, but if we actually put truth to power and do what we say we're going to do and challenge the orthodoxy, that gets the attention of the organization and, and commits followers. The third is commitment to see things through, to start it and finish it. The fourth is accountability, meaning you call a spade a spade and you identify what works and what doesn't work. The fifth and the most important is to engender an environment of mutual trust. Those five things, those five things, I will tell you, you can measure any leader against those five things, give them a point, one, two, three, four, five on each, and if you don't have a, an average of four on right thing, moral courage, commitment, accountability, and trust, you're not going to have a leader that's going to be able to transform the organization. If you do, it's going to be like a knife through butter. I'm, I'm telling you, it's that simple because people will follow a leader they respect, they trust, and they believe is doing the right thing on behalf of the workforce. That's what's missing, in my mind, in the educational environment today. Especially when it comes to dealing with the threats of these mass shootings. And I'll add one leadership element that I think is really important, and that is decisiveness. I think once a decision's been made, there has to be a certain decisive ruthlessness with which the leader has to then go about forcing implementation once the decision has been made. All right, Thomas McQueen joining us here on the MAGTAC podcast. I know these seem a little bit more ethereal than the nuts and bolts, hide behind this, not that, use this weapon in your EDC, not this weapon low light training, you should do this, not that. All of that has been great. And we, we thank our previous guest, Bill Murphy, Brian from American Tactical Defense. But I think it's really important to get to the more intellectual side and the larger side of prevention and thinking through the big picture of these things and how that fits into tactical safety and family and home and tactical defense. And I think it's an important subject and we're gonna cover it again with Thomas McQueenie this next time I'm going to get to the question that I want to ask if there are so many common threads and there's so many red flags how come these people aren't being stopped before they go on these mass shooting sprees that next time on the MAGTAC podcast thanks for listening <laughs>